Cheers. Welcome. Cheers. Into yes. this edition of Road Trippin', I'm your host, Allie Clifton, Channing Fry, Richard Jefferson, and our guest today probably does not need any kind of introduction. Um, no, he'll introduce with himself. Said, with that said, to our listeners who tune in for the comedic value or just the lighthearted vibes, um, our guest today is the CEO and founder of The Big Baller Brand, which we're going to get into. Uh, he's also the founder of the JBA, Junior Basketball Association. Uh, but his probably most proud accomplishment is he is the father of the Ball Brothers. You've got Lonzo, Leangelo, and then of course Lamelo. We say hello and welcome to you, Lavar Ball. Hey, how are you doing, doing there? Yeah, good. How, how was that introduction? Would you prefer something different? Uh, how was what infection or introduction? Introduction. What? It sounds like you said infection, man. I was like, how's that infection? She, she, she's from Ohio. She's from yeah, Ohio. Okay. It, there's going to be an accent good. sometimes. They don't talk yes. too good sometimes. Now. I mean, that's good. Intro. Any, any kind of intro is good to me. Lavar, you see oh. how these guys do me? You see how they? Uh, I see. Lavar, they, just, yes. He, but it's okay. Question, they try to right? give you a hard time, but it's all right. You, hey, you bounce back well. Look, at you. you know your intro was on point. Uh, oh, can you oh, oh, oh. Obviously, Richard did not bounce back. <laughs> there we go. Well, no, the thing that I have, oh, there we go. Now I can, I'm still learning how to do Zoom. This is terrible. Oh, shit. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't attach it in. My bad. All right. Are we getting into it, Channing? You were about to say something. What were you about to say, Channing? Yeah, here's my question, right? So I have four kids, right? And uh, right. I think when all the, at the beginning, when Lonzo was in UCLA and Big Brawler Brand came out, my biggest question is, did you know you were going to have that kind of impact um, on the shoe industry, on having guys creating their own brands, just that uh, type of culture? Like, whether you know it or not, a lot more guys aren't signing with the big name brands. They're starting their own. Um, a lot of guys are signing with, you know, Chinese shoes, doing their own thing. Do you, did you know you guys were going to have that kind of impact on the sneaker, shoe, um, kind of merch culture? Of course. Otherwise, I would have never done it. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't have made my boys no superstars. I'll just let them go ahead and be regular kids. I wouldn't have, like I always thought of like the NBA, NFL, it's 90%, you know, black and whatever playing. And we don't own nothing. So I always thought, as soon as my boys get here, we're going to come in this thing with our own brand. That's going to shake mm -hmm. up the world. Nobody coming in here with their own brand. And, and they try to also say, that, you know, I just want, the people to take a knock in the head just to wake up and say, know your self-worth. Because these brands have to go out and look for the next best guy to keep that brand going. But if you know you that guy they're looking for all the time, guess what? You ought to start thinking about ownership. Mm -hmm. Well, isn't that, it, and isn't that right. funny? You go to college, right? You might go to college to learn how to start a business. You might go to college to learn how to grow a brand or to do marketing or to do research. But while you're there, if you are a student athlete, now mind you, there, there's, uh, there's scholarships, but you're not allowed to grow your brand typically when you're in college. You're right, not allowed exactly. to do any of that stuff. So yep. it's like, wait, I'm in school to learn how to grow my brand, but while I'm here, I can't grow my brand. They're like, right. no, 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 you need to make money for us and we're gonna give you this. But my value is far more than this. Yes, but the rules that are in place say that you can only do that, and here we are today. Exactly, and that's what they don't wanna hear, see? They don't want you to get out there and let all these, these young kids that's going to school start understanding and hearing it like this. The, the, the mm -hmm. best ways, oh no, come to education. We're gonna give you all the education you need. Okay, but I wanna go out in the world and do something on my own. You're not allowing me to do that. So basically you're not gonna have that experience. 
But right. you're yeah. going to promote, and everybody want to see this school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is funny when, like, because you get kids that get academic scholarships, that, that get full-ride academic scholarships. They might not get a stipend, or there's different variations, so I don't, don't, I don't want people to misquote me. But you can have a kid that gets a full-ride scholarship in chemistry, and you'll never hear of that kid, and that is not a disrespect. It is an important industry. But as far as the the uh, university being able to then reap benefits off of that full ride scholarship that they get, gave a chemistry student, they won't reap this, the same benefits if they give the full ride to an athlete. And that could be soccer, baseball, basketball, football. That's why they do it, the amount of money that they generate. So I don't wanna hear that you're just getting an education. Lots of people get free education across this country because schools give free education. If you're a straight A student and you're the valedictorian, here, here's a scholarship to come to you know, Michigan State. But the chances of them seeing a return on that money are far less than the investment that they make in the athletes. Most definitely. Like I said, here's a funny situation which I always tell people. If you were recruited and you're an athlete, if you've been scoring 20-something points and 15 rebounds in high school and you get to college and average two points and two rebounds, you got to go. But yeah. If you uh, averaging 25 points and 11 rebounds and flunking out, they're going to get you a tutor. Yeah. That's how yeah. crazy that is. And they yeah. say you won't supposed to be a student athlete. But if you ain't, you can get all A's in class and you ain't producing on that court, they're going to be like, well, we got to get another guy up in there. But you're getting all A's. You're a hell of a student. They're not, they're not letting that ride. But you can be a, a dumb student, but you're the star of that team. Oh, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that's how Channing stayed at Arizona for four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Listen, I was I wasn't the best, but I ended up one of the best. That's all right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So since anyway, here's, since here's a question. There you go. Sorry, go ahead, Allie. I'll let you go. Ladies first. Since we started with that um, idea, Channing, with the big baller brand, you guys just relaunched. Yes. Um, obviously, and I know you're very excited about that. Um, what's different? What's unique from I guess, the, the first line. Well, the, like I said, the, the first line, people still have hidden agendas. One of the things that I learned, which is a lot different, is don't have one person doing everything. Mm -hmm. So so if, if, if now I got a lot of different people around me that stay in their lane and do different things for me, as far as one guy saying, okay, you do this, you do that. I'm not going to trust one person to do everything no more, and I'm going to be more hands-on. That's what's going on now. And like I said, people saying about the the relaunch, it's not even a relaunch. It's just, I ain't never went nowhere. The big baller brand is going nowhere on the fact that it's a family brand. That's what people don't understand. They keep thinking, well, his boys, if his boys don't do it, it's not. No, it's a lot of folks out there that want to represent the big baller brand. And like I said, it's, it's okay that folks be thinking, the only way big baller brand can stop, it's not if Lonzo don't attach or Jello don't attach. It's the only way it stops is if I stop. If the big baller shut it down, then it's done. The long <laughs> so, shut it down. But, but the way, wait, wait, wait. But, but this is this is one thing that I, I I will say. When the the first go around with Lonzo, you were out in the public, and and truth be told, you know you have a lot of critics. I have been critical of you, mm -hmm. um, not in a full sense, but like, look, I, I stand by this. If you're ever critical of someone, be critical of them in a way that you can sit across from them man to man. And so I also applaud you in the way that you, UCLA, 
you you made sure that the Lakers were going to draft them. That right. is like that was right. that was that's like never been done in history before. Well, and all the like, stuff I've done is history. Yeah, exactly. So I got to give you that. But I would say this go around, I feel not that you've gone away, but I feel like you haven't been as public. Um, well, you haven't well, you been gotta, as forward. You got to understand, understand, understand this. Time goes on and life goes on. I got other stuff to do. I got more businesses to do. Okay, I'm not at, we're not in college no more. So you ain't gonna see me at no college games. Okay, mm -hmm. second thing is you got the, the, what's the, the pandemic going around. So you ain't gonna see it like that. Another thing, I'm focusing on other things where the, the, the brand, Jello, maybe I'll hire somebody where I don't have to be there 24-7 with Mellow. That's what people don't understand. You think JJ just popped up and all of a sudden say, I'm going to be with this guy? No, that's my guy. So I don't have to be there. He's had the same type of feeling that I have, that I have with my son saying he's the best and he, he's just like that and hands on. So it's a good thing for Melo's best friend to be as old as he is as a mentor, but also as a best friend. So that's why people are, oh, I ain't seen you with, with Melo. You didn't go with Melo. I don't have to go with Melo. And first you understand the first time, this is what people don't, they don't bag up and see these other intricates that I have in my family as far as when I was out there doing my thing, okay, if I don't do that, you're not going to look at nothing. Now we already out there, so why I got to keep doing it? I just, I just, I now respect that. That's for me. Everything so yeah. you understand why people yeah. say, oh, I don't see him out there this much. I don't, now I've got a lot of other things to do. And one of the, my main concerns now went from getting my boys to making sure they all in the NBA. I'm still on that kick, but some, something else fell into place where I got to worry about Tina even more now. Mm -hmm. When I first started, I ain't got to worry about Tina. Tina with me, she good. But after the stroke and stuff, hey, I got to, hey, things are different now. So now yeah. you have to look at things in a different aspect. And like, like I said, people like to see you go up and they like to see you come down. Then they like to see if you're going to come up again. And this is all a part of the plan. And I'm going to explain yeah. it to you why. Would it make me seem like the baddest dude on two feet? It's just Jello came at a bad time. Because here, if you got the big baller brand being successful as it is, Lonzo and the shoes doing good, there's no way you can let my other son not be in school and, and, and be drafted. So they wasn't going to draft Jello no matter what. Hmm. It's just that error. Because they said, oh, no more JBA. The big baller brand is not on site no more. So it looks like the big baller brand and I'm falling down to nothing. And then wow, uh, people that know 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 that there's another one. Well, everything uncrashed down. There's no more nothing going on. Now we can let Melo ride up to the top. Yo, he ain't with his dad. This and that. Okay, now guess what? I told you he's gonna be number one. They don't want to hear that. Imagine me having all three of them. They really go crazy. So obviously we're gonna yeah. get into Melo in a minute because he yes. obviously. Um, but with Jello, what is the latest? Because his last Instagram post was about how he hasn't stopped hooping either. Why would he stop hooping? Here's the thing. All my boys are cut from the same cloth. Like I told him before, Melo going number one, Zoe going number, number two, and like I said, if Jello wouldn't have stolen glasses, he would have been number three. <laughs> well, well, okay, okay, can we, okay, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad yeah, you brought I'm that up. I'm glad you brought it up too. I'm glad you brought it up. So, one area in which I was critical of you and this is not, and I think you're an amazing parent. I really do. Like, I don't care about all this other stuff. That I think you're cool. an amazing parent. You have raised three very respectful young men, and we've all made mistakes. Everyone here has made a mistake or done something stupid. So I'm not even sitting here saying that, that a kid did something stupid. 
but like as a parent, what was your thought process about, hey, if, if for an individual, if my son does something, you know, you do do the crime, you got to pay a time. If this is what they're going to say, you got to learn a fucking lesson and you got to like do this. You did not do that. You took, you took well, him out. My son, my son did something that was, you know, not in his character. What am I to say? You do the time, you do this. Hey, all he was going to do is, is make a promotion on my boy because he had UCLA. The other two dudes, then you don't hear nothing about. Only one you want to care about is my son because he got more buzz than anybody. Here's a guy who is the most popular guy that wasn't even in it, that didn't even get drafted. But, but that's not but, but, so you, ever. but here's the thing. I wasn't going to tell him nothing. It's a mistake that he made. But he's yeah, not that big of a so it's not a big deal. He already served enough by not playing and not doing that. So when you take him back to school and you take away his meal card and don't let him practice, I, and you ain't told me nothing, so guess what? When I take my boy, he ain't going to do nothing. And guess what? UCLA ain't been the same since they messed over <laughs> Jordan. No, but, but, okay, so really quickly, and, and I'll, I'll let you tell you Allie. So you're saying that you allowed him to serve the suspension, and then when he got back to school, there was more on the suspension that you did not know about, and that's why you pulled him out? I pulled him out because they're not doing him right. We're there for one and done, to play and do what we're supposed to do. But hey, but if you're going to tell me some other things that are talking about a suspension and all this, and then you don't know what you're thinking about, if you're going to let him play, if you're going to, look at them other dudes. They ain't not surfacing to nothing. And they're not going to get in the league. Yeah, that's what UCLA done for them. So I don't have to wait and tell you, wait for them guys to be like, well, we're going to let you know how we feel and what we're going to do with your son. As for, with, with, two Arizona, with two Arizona Wildcats, we are here for this UCLA slander. We are here. You want to well, slander I mean, UCLA? Slander. This is just real deal. You ask me oh, something, yeah. you want to say, this is how it is. It's like UCLA did what for them boys? Nothing. So I don't have to waste my time sitting there and I don't have to tell nobody that I'm taking him out because I got a different plan. That's like right. I said, my boy's going to the league, and it ain't going to be because you played at UCLA. And like I told him, once you finish with Jello, oh, they just hurting their head right now. Saying, no, we could have had Mello and this and that. Yeah, I already told you what was going to happen. Treat one of my sons bad, and it's a wrap. They'll never be the same. Cheers. <laughs> worked out for, for Mello. Worked out for I all think... our family. Shoot. <laughs> worked out for everybody. Worked out for Jello, too. That, that way allowed him to get surgery on his ankle. And guess what? He got bookends. You know what bookends are? That means you're going to be in the league if you got a brother over here and a brother over here. You either going to play with Lonzo or you're going to play with Melo. But you're going to play. But you're going to play. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're going to play today. You're going to get a chance. I thought, I wonder, um, I wonder about him just because I'm a middle child too. Who? So you wonder I... about Jello? Why? Huh? Why you wonder about Jello? About what? What about it? I just want, because you hear a lot, obviously. I'm covering the NBA. So, I hear things about Zoe. I see what's going on with Zoe. And then you've got Mello up and coming and, and you see the highlight videos and, and all the attention that he has gotten. And I wondered after uh, Jello in that situation with UCLA, is he still wanting to hoop? Is he still wanting to be out there? Um, so I yeah, love hearing that. I do. I love hearing Here's the thing right here. If I raise three boys in the same house and they all cut from the same cloth, you think one of them going to be like, man, I don't feel like working out today. We just going to chill. Jello is a lottery pick. That boy, everything you say that the other two can't do, talking about the strength factor and the shooting, he does better than both of them. He's always been a scorer. Like I said, give him the opportunity. He's going to get his chance. When he get in there, he's going to shock a lot of people. And folks going to be like, everywhere he's gone, he's been the leading scorer. Yeah. Everywhere he's gone. And being a middle kid, guess what? I'm a middle kid, too. That's why Jello's so good. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I say yeah. I'm good, can too, I, because I'm a middle I, kid. Can I, 
Lavar, do you remember this? I kid you not. So you you are one of the few people in, I want to say, probably American history that have, I don't want to say shown up out of nowhere, but you really took the country by storm. You took the country by storm everywhere, all over the place. And so I didn't, I named it. And I had, I had uh, our, the first time I ever met you. I didn't even meet you. You just started talking. I'm sitting there. It was after a game. And I told one of my, I think I told Luke, uh, you, you know, uh, Walton this story. So I'm sitting there right in the corner and you're sitting there and one of your buddies was talking to you and they were like, yeah, yo, I'm sorry that person came over to you, blah, 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 and, and said that to you. I didn't know if you knew him. And you look and you just kept saying, blah, blah, blah. Don't you worry about it. I'm okay. Tell him, Richard. And I was like, wait, what? What is, what is, what is, what is, how am I involved in this? Hi, nice. It was, it was one of the funniest things. And right in that moment, I knew that there are people that uh, put on things for TV and they have their character and their persona. And then there's some people that are just, that's who they are. And you are who you are unapologetically. Exactly. Why do you think Facebook won't leave me? All they got to do is follow me. <laughs> they said, "Man, follow that dude. Whatever he do, <laughs> that's it." If you look, anybody else got a show? No. And look how long it's on. You know why? Because I keep doing. It was supposed to be this. Lonzo supposed to get drafted, and we supposed to say, "Oh, I got a son in the NBA." The other one, who cares? We live off his money and go about his thing. But when I keep doing all these things, you can't do nothing but follow me on the fact that when you create a brand and you, you get water, the ups and downs, of all this, it's, it's just. They can't, that's why they can't leave and say, you know what, we're done with this guy. You talk about any other parents and what's going on. Like I tell my boys, there's a lot of people who sign with agents every day. But the fact that my boys signed with Rock Nation, look how crazy that went. Three people? All of our boys signed with Rock Nation, uh, it goes crazy. I mean, there's a lot of other superstars out there to sign, but they don't promote it like that. So it's a big thing, and I know, and that's why I tell my boys, this is just bigger than us now. This thing is going into a whole different level. And when these youngsters understand that, and like people like to tell me, LaVar, you created this change and this and that. I don't need people to tell me that I already know. Because when something's not going the same way, you're going to create something that they have to do something about it. Whether they, whether they say you caused it or not, they, got, they can't just sit back and be like, okay, it's okay. This big ball of brand is not supposed to be here. And it's supposed to split up the family. It's done with everybody. When that money coming to evolve, they're supposed to say, hey, y'all go this way. Be your own man. Be this. Just because you're going against me don't mean you're your own man. That's fair. I appreciate that's, that's that. Fair. As a dad, I definitely appreciate that. You know, yeah. I think I try to tell my son, like, he doesn't play basketball right now, but he plays hockey. Uh-huh. But I, I encourage that, right? Because that's what he loves. And so for uh-huh. me, I think, you know, growing up, I've seen a lot of kids where they were only playing because their parents wanted them to play, you know, right. and they didn't really love it. They were good because they practiced because their parents wanted them to practice. But, and I've told people this, I played with Lonzo just for that short time in LA. And I've played on a lot in 14 years. I played on a bunch of teams. And I, I think Lonzo is one of the most naturally talented players I've ever seen just his ability to do things. And then watching mellow and even watching jello at times. And, and obviously I got to say, I didn't, watch him as much but watching jello and and i have buddies that live in australia that have said he completely changed the whole dynamic of australian basketball oh yeah like obviously australia has more and more players in the league ben simmons delhi andrew bogut um uh god my man from patty mills Patty Mills. 
So then all of a sudden now Joe you're putting Ingles. Yeah, Joe, good gracious. You're putting oh uh I'm just Dante keep saying Exum. names interrupting Dante Exum. <laughs> so you put right uh, you Brett put Brown is from Brett Brown, he's a coach. He's he's from there oh also. He's, he's not from England. Or no, he's not from No, Australia. I said from Australia. That's the wrong country. Lamar's like the only name you should remember out of Australia is Kyrie Mello. Irving, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving. Well, Dude, you're the biggest, baddest one you ever went over there. You ain't talking about the mother boys, Ferguson, and the other ones that ain't did nothing when nobody said, wow. But, but it's like this right here. I create, you know, these, these monsters. What people don't understand is if I don't make my boys like that, man, you know what they always say that I love that all these scouts and all these people say? Oh, man, Mello and, and Zoe does things you can't teach. Who the hell you think taught them? <laughs> Get the hell out of here! Yes, stop that! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Stop! Stop that! First what? of all, look. look. Let me tell you I, no, 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 no! So because no, know. no, this is the thing. Let me show you this so you know, because you don't understand this either. Because you're still young, and this is how you went through the system. You ain't never had no father that said, "You know what? Here's the AAU team. I'm gonna create my own AAU team." So guess what? I'm gonna have my boys play a certain way. They were playing when they was in the third grade. We was playing middle school and beating their ass. Scoring 80 something points as third grade. We throwing it, mellow leaking out, getting 20 points, catching over the shoulder layup. Jello shooting three pointers from the top of his head, slanging them like that. But all we got to do is make 23 pointers and we're going to score 60 points. Mellow get the other 20 on layups. So we're going to beat you 80 to 50. So I'm beating these eighth grade teams, tearing their ass up. Because I'm like this the higher levels you go, the faster the game is. But if I practice playing fast as a youngster and keep going, when you get to high school, you know what they say? They're not going to do that. Oh, they're not going to do that unless you got a daddy go over there and bully the program and say, no, we're going to play this way. And then you go 35 and oh, playing that way. And then when you get to UCLA, guess what? Hand the keys over to Lonzo and let him play like that. Australia, hand the keys over to Mello, let him play like that. Go to Spire, press, trap, do the same thing. So my boy's been playing with this super fast speed. And this is what I'm telling you. If they ever all three get on the same team, it's a wrap. Because they're going to play so fast, you ain't going to be able to catch them. I have a three and a five year old that you can have right now. And I will. People have told me that. But I know. No, no, no. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They got less than No. Look, no matter how fast you think your kids are, his two boys are the fastest, strongest little kids I've ever seen in my life. And they are. Oh, I tell everybody, I tell everybody I'm going full. I'm not even doing the Tiger Woods. I don't even say Tiger Woods, Dad. I say I'm doing the full LeVar Ball treatment. (laughs) Y'all want to eat? Y'all want to eat? Give me 15 push-ups. You did want to watch another day. This is not a lie. LeVar, this is not a lie. Oh, you guys want, you guys want, you guys want more. You guys want to watch another episode of Paw Patrol? I need to see two ball dribbling. But it's the truth. I told this is the thing. How about this? I, this and I felt bad. I'm a, just a real story. So little Rich, he's got a little hoop in the in the garage, and he's like, "Daddy, like, watch me dunk." And I'm and so he can barely dunk this because we keep raising him. And I'm like, "Dude, that was kind of dunk, kind of weak." And then he missed it a couple. And I'm like, "Look, if you don't dunk it, then you get no cartoons for a week." And he was like, "Dad," and I was like we'll go dunk it. And he dunked it. And I was like, and, he, and I was like, buddy, I'm just kidding about that. But do you see how focused you got? Do you see how serious you got when there was something at risk, when there was something at stake? He didn't understand because he's five, but I put that, I put that seed in his ear because it was like, he was cool with missing dunks and watch this daddy missing dunks. And when I said, Hey, 
if you if you got one more dunk and if you miss this, you get no television. He was like, his face was like, what, <laughs> why? Why would you say that? And I was like, man, because you got to understand that that's what that risk out here. Yeah. People didn't understand, like, but you know, I like, told him I was and, kidding. And like, like I said, parenting is, is all different. And and, and just like, <laughs> like what, I, what I would tell you differently on that is if, if you got to, here's the thing, if you got to, like convince him to do it by saying, by I ain't gonna say threatening, but saying if you don't do this, you're not gonna get this. Here's the thing, you're not. Here's the thing. He gotta have so much fun doing it that you just be so amped up. But I like the part that you said. I'm kidding you and explaining it. For, yeah, so explaining to here's him. The thing, I told my boys, you won't have fun with me, man. I'm gonna be outside. So if you yeah. want, you know, you want, you don't want to have fun with me. Go in there, read a book. We had the world's cutest library. But your last name is Ball. We're going to ball. I'm going to be outside. Your mama's B teacher. She can catch, run. We're going to be outside. So I always, you know, I got three boys, so they always can be competitive. I'll put one on a pull-up bar. He's two years old. Let's see who can hang the longest. He hang mm -hmm. 30 seconds. Let me go, Dad. So I'm just having a good time with my boys, training them as, as a fun thing. Like every weekend, my wife, she loves basketball too. So we can stay in the gym 24-7 every weekend for 20 years. And never be like, well, I got to go spend some time with the girls. Now, I'm tired of this every day at tournaments and all this. Because here's yeah. the thing. You are not going to get no players like my boys. Ain't nobody going to Beverly Hills, Thousand Oaks, Chino Hills to find no killers. They in the hood. They come from mm -hmm. a low-income income area. That's where all your monsters and killers come from. Not from where you at. Where my boys is at, it got to be within them. That's why people say, LeVar, I love the way you push your boys. I say, I don't push my boys nowhere. I lead them. That means you can turn off anytime you want. Because I don't want to be like, well, if you ain't going to do this today, you're not going to get this. And, yeah, well, don't do it. You hear that, Channing? Do you hear that, Channing? Don't, don't. You hear don't, that? Do their own thing. Don't. It's like you, you, can kinda, you can guide them, but you ain't got to be like, well, you're not going to get up this morning. Don't, don't expect nothing special. Like I told my boys this, man. As long as I live, you can come to the house and I will take care of you till you 90 or until I fall dead. But now, when you come to the house and you ain't got to have no job or nothing, but you got to do what I tell you if you're going to stay at the house and you can't bring no dogs, you can't bring no woman. Hey, but that's the, the price that you pay for me taking care of your ass and you don't need no job or nothing. You my boy. But if you want to do this, like I always tell them, you're going to bust your ass whether it be in the beginning or the end. Now, all my friends, everybody was like, when I was, the boys were running hills and doing all this stuff, and their friends were like, how come they don't go to Disneyland? How come they don't do this? And now all their friends are looking at them driving all these exotic cars and millionaires before they're 20-something years old. Like, oh, yeah, you should have worked hard. But guess what? Have fun at the new jobs and going through college and all that. Good job. Yeah, but, dude, like, as much as, as, much as you want to sit here and say, you know, listen, as much as you want to sit here, LeVar, uh -huh. And I will give you all the credit in the world. There are some strong genetics that came through your boys. Like they're tall, they're athletic, they're skilled. Like you gotta give, you gotta give some, you gotta give some credit to some genetics. Yeah. I'm gonna give some credit to some genetics, but you can have the tallest, biggest sucker in the world. If you ain't got nobody guiding them, who cares? You just big. It's a lot of big people walking around that can't do nothing. Now you talking about Hear that, Channing? Channing, you gonna take that, Channing? My wife. Are you gonna, Channing? Are you gonna take that? I had a lot of shorties that look the shorts look the best. Go get my ring. You you like Channing? You gonna take that, Channing? Should I go get my ring real quick? Ring for what? Tell him, Levar. Do we wanna? No, I'm talking to Richard. I'm talking to Richard. You can say, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can say genetics all you want. There's a lot of big people that can't play a lick of nothing. 
Ooh, you're absolutely right. right. If nobody, if nobody puts no time into whatever you're doing, man, just like people keep saying, oh, LeVar, you're living off your boys, your boys. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be this. No, if it wasn't for me, for me you wouldn't be there. Would. Somebody got to put the time in to teach these boys how to play. I put 20 years of this stuff in here, and that's what people don't understand. They just didn't pop out, and all of a sudden, they superstar oh. kids. Oh, okay, so, okay, how about this? How about this? I, I Let me, because I think... I don't ever, I, I, I view you as an individual that doesn't make mistakes. You're an individual that views everything as a learning lesson. I, 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 I know I you. I learn off of it. I just do it. Okay. So little, that being said, okay. That being said, the next go around, all right, you know, Jell's up. You're going to get drafted. You think you should go. Mellow's yeah, Mello's up. Excuse me. Excuse me. Mello's up. You're going to get number, you're going to be number one, okay. number two, number three, number four. He's going to be somewhere in there. Right, I know number what one. the answer is. Is there something that you would one. do different? Is there something that you would that you're going to do nope. different? Nope. What, no, but I'm talking about. Nope. Hey, let me ask you this question. Why? Let me. Why do you? Why do you want to put Mello in New York? Why I want to put Mello? Why in do New you York? think that's the best place? Why do you think that's the best place for him? Well, like I tell people like this, man. Let me tell you what the best place is. Uh, I know he liked the, 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 the bright lights and all the, the way there's New York is. They haven't been good in I don't know how long, man. They ain't never went to no championships in the 70s. So I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? I don't need my boy to follow nobody. I didn't even create his own land. Right. Create something that's special over there. Now, the place really ain't got nothing to do with it. This is what I'm telling people. They have to have a new culture change over there to make this thing work. And what I'm telling them is... Right. Get mellow, you're gonna get jello, and you're gonna see some chemistry, and then find a way to get Zoe. And then you got triple B's, the ball boys on Broadway. And who uh, not gonna follow that geez. show? Who not gonna follow that show? And here's the thing you know why I say they're gonna win? Because my boy, you have to make sacrifices to win. Why do you think Jordan won all them championships? Because you know who made that sacrifice? Scottie Pippen. When you, hey, the second best player in the league, and you getting that amount of money. Please. Yeah, that was a sacrifice right there. Now, the sacrifice that my boys will make that, that I would say is you can't guide them with money. So they don't have to, each one of them wouldn't hold the, the, the franchise hostage by saying, I need 50 mil, Melo need 50 mil, Jello need 50 mil. So now you got 150 mil a year tied up in three players. My boys would be like, okay, how about give us 30, 30, 30 and spend the other 60 on some good rebounders and good. Uh, uh, shot blockers and guys who want to come there and play because most of these franchises you get tied up with the big two or the big three so you need some extra help so that's where the sacrifice will come in where my boys will be like we just want to win and that, that used to be the terms back in the day why you win a lot because the team stayed together now, you can't stay together now because everybody say you know what come on over here we'll give you a little more money give you your own team and you can try to win like that so that's why you got these people jumping on different teams because it's not the same mindset back in the day when all the Bulls stayed together, back in the day when all the Lakers stayed together, all the Celtics, when you win those back-to-backs and all those championships like that, you got to stay together. It's just like Golden State was good. Until now, you start, people going to start branching off because they're not sacrificing that money no more. They're like, I'm on the end of my career. I'm trying to get all mine. I'm good. Okay, okay so, so would, you would you rather him go three and to New York or number one in someplace else? And here's the thing, I'm not even worried about the number one, number three, none of that stuff matters. This is the one thing that I, that I, that I hope goes on. It's a coach believes in him and let him does what he does. Because it doesn't matter where you go.
as a coach, unless you do what you do, you're not going to be as successful as you think. And that, and that was the thing. And everybody was like this. Well, he's not under the bright lights in New Orleans, and he has this and that. No, you're a professional. You're always going to be under no, the bright lights. No, but he lights. also, it's not about first of all, first of all, he's putting the time. He's going to get better. That's, like, look, this is the thing. Even, oh, even guys – even guys like Tatum and Ingram, when you're bringing different. when you're bringing in guys at Alvin 18, 19, I'm tired of people bringing in kids at 18 and 19 as top three picks, wow. and forget. Well, no, I, not from that standpoint because they. What the next point I was going to make is that they compare them to 10, 15, 20 years ago, where when you were the top three pick, you were coming in at 21, 20. You were far more just physically developed, and I know that the league was a lot older then. But it was just like you drafted Tim Duncan at 21, and he had been in college for four years. And the next thing you know, what happens? This guy can dominate the NBA. You draft a guy number two that's 19 years old. That's a completely different learning curve. So it's unrealistic expectations on your son and everybody. It puts you in a different lane because, like, everybody likes to create these, these scenarios where you talk about, like you said, to Tim Duncan. Okay, you talk about Tim Duncan. Who's the first one to come to your mind? I'll I, I tell you what, ain't going to be Tim Duncan when I'm talking about Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson ain't coming in to no 21-year-old. Wait, somebody said he did. He was in college for, was it in college for three no, years? Was it two years? Was he in there for three two years? years? Was it three? No, I think it was two. Hey, Siri, how long was Magic Johnson in college? <laughs> Just kidding. Magic Johnson's college was Michigan State. Ooh, shit. Oh, jeez, Channing. Channing, get your girl right. Oh, <laughs> you, get your girl right. Get your girl right. I'm all with Magic Johnson in there. Man, it went to the Lakers. My shit don't work. Oh. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you. Keep talking. But but I'm saying when you when you when you try to put different people, some people come in there ready for it and, and took a different road to get there. And I don't think it should just be an age. I mean, LeBron came in early, big body. Go ahead. Yeah, but he didn't. But he didn't. But that's what I'm saying. Like even again, like he didn't dominate the league when he came in. Changes and you got more stuff. It's not even about dominate. You can dominate if you have two years. If you, like I said, hey, you can have a guy who dominates who comes in there young. It's just something special, and you let that special Mm -hmm. one go. Just like people was trying to tell me when the Golden State was saying, "Oh, is it okay if Melo comes off the bench and learns and all this stuff?" And I was like, "Nah." And people was telling me, well, Kawhi, he, he came off the bench. Giannis came off the bench. Okay. Michael Jordan didn't come off the bench. That's that's the, I, I got, that's I got no argument with you there. Yeah, I got no argument with you. Well, I don't really concentrate on the, the age and 18, 19. I think when you got more film and social media and more streaming, you can learn more quicker, faster. And the, the game is different now where it's 24-7 basketball now. This AAU lasts all year now. Where it wasn't like that when we was probably, well, when I was coming up, you got different seasons. You got, you play baseball, you play football, you're a talented athlete, you could do all this stuff. Well, now you just focus on one thing, on the fact that they have so many AAU and different things that last all year long. That's why I told my boys when they uh, went to Chino Hills, I was like, you can play football like me, but you're only going to get a scholarship in one. And they found out to be, you can be, you can play against 14 year olds and 13 year olds when you, when you, when you nine and 10. But you can't play football against UB10 playing against somebody 14. You're going to get killed. That's a different yeah. thing. But see, now I put Melo, I put Melo in AAU. We play 17U. He was only 11 years old. Oh, shit. Yeah. How, would, how would you best summarize Melo? How would I best summarize him? As a Hooper, yes. As a, as a, as a, as a, as a, right a, now. 
right now, I'll summarize it like this, man. Can you read my shirt? We are the <laughs> new breed. The, there the you new go. breed. That's oh, right. the new breed. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. The NU breed. <laughs> yes. Hey, you can't spell new if you don't spell it a new way. Ah, <laughs> here we go. This, 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 like this, the shit you come up with, though, Lavar, is why I fuck with you. The silly shit that you come up with is why. I, and and what I mean silly is it means silly as in funny, not as in not intelligent, not as in right, not right, right, clever. Right, right. I, I like there's a level of respect that I have there, but oh. it's like I, I, look, I have the 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 way I laugh when you laugh, like what the fuck is Jenny doing right now? I know. What are you doing? That other hat was too hot. My hair. I need so a haircut. One tomorrow. He's got right. Lavar. He's got multiple hats because he know we gonna talk shit about him or he gonna get roasted. So he's like, oh, that hat wasn't comfortable. Let me switch out. Do you see what I work with, Lavar? Do you see what I work with? Listen, I've been. I'm a man. Let me live my life, dog. You can't put your expectations on me. Thank you. That's a big baller brand uh, 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 quote right there. I would let, first, first of all, how about this? I got one more for you. I Hang on, Richard. More. Let him talk. Hang on. Okay, you talk. I'm going to be nice and calm for Richard. You have any like to say? Maybe we can elaborate uh, a, a little better. Shut your ass up. No, listen, I got one more. I got one more, LeVar. I got one more I question. I feel like you two are like long lost best friends. Because Richard used to talk crazy and he said, man, how does dude come like that? And how you gonna talk to me like this? I no, 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 because I truly, okay. see, see the you reason why they're laughing, they, the reason why they're laughing is because I truly, I truly fuck with you, like truly, on a molecular level, whether it's the humor, the always on, like the way you have raised three amazing sons, like I truly fuck with you. Now I also know that like some of your jokes and some of your shtick, it's just like, okay. But like at the end of the day, would I take you on my side or not? And that's what it is, right? And you know it comes down to that, LeVar. Like it's like, if you're playing with a player, at the end of the day, do you want him on your team or do you not? And I would take you on my team. Right. My question is this. You have three of the most skilled basketball sons. And I'm curious to this, and I, I, I only say this because I don't watch a lot of media, so this is my chance to talk to you. Lonzo's shot has improved. He's moved it from one spot to another, right? And, it, and you can see it just starts to become a little bit more fluid in this. As an individual that played basketball, your wife played basketball, when you saw the mechanics, even though he was successful, when you saw that the mechanics were a little off, and eventually they were probably going to have to be changed. Why is it that you let it get to that point? I've just been always been curious because I'm oh, like, here, let me tell you about shooting. Let me show you how good I am. Because I know we could do the whole Reggie Miller. We could do the whole telling people how to shoot the ball. I got three boys going to the NBA, and not one of them shoot the same way. So who cares? Put the ball in the hole, son. And here's the okay. thing: Lonzo started off on the right side. Now, he started off on the right side, and then somehow he started doing a step back and it went to the left side, and he was knocking that step back down. So he's doing this on the left side. He's being productive. Jamal Wilkes whipped the shit around his head 12 yeah. times. My thing is this. Do you want a guy who has perfect form and missing every shot, or do you want a guy who shoots raggedy as hell but makes shots? Okay. So here's the thing. Boy, it don't matter. Hey, here's the thing when I always tell my boys. Perfect your shot. Your shot is the best shot I ever you perfect your shot. If you're doing it with the repetitions and that thing is successful going in, you leave it at that. But the people are talking about the mechanics and all this, Lonzo put it back on the other side and now he's making some other shots. But at, at the same thing, at the same reason, 
if you have somebody believe in you and you shoot a certain way, man, and, and that ball going in, they're not gonna say nothing. So that's yeah, and and, and and that's and that's was legitimately it's not because again, I'm not going to criticize a man that's going to have three sons in the NBA for saying no. his sons his his oldest sons elbow is too far out to the right, right. like i'm right. not I, that, that's that that's creating criticism that's not right. what i'm doing it was right. more out of uh, out of a level of respect for like your knowledge your wife's knowledge how skilled your sons are and you're like in, in my head i was like yo that seems like something that could have been corrected fairly easily but your logic is like yo son if you're doing it confidently and you're putting in the time and effort that's your shot shit shoot your shot okay yes. that's what i always told him that's why my boys shoot all from a deep range They've been mm -hmm. shooting half court since they've been babies. So that's why I ended up being allowed to shoot that same range when you get to high school. That mm -hmm. coach said, man, I ain't never seen nobody shoot that far. Well, they just shoot from wherever. I've been teaching them like that. Right? Here's the thing. I'd rather you shoot from 35 feet with nobody in your face and you've been practicing that shot as, as far as shooting a 20-footer with a hand in your face and you got to jump over to do. Because they don't think you're going to keep shooting that 35-footer. And it's the thing yeah. about shooting. I always tell the guys, they're talking, what is shooting percentage, LeVar? Kenny, what? Do, 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 do. That's why I I'm listening. Like I like that. No, I, I dig it. It's when you make the shot. Like I told a guy before, man, on the interview, I said, man, you want a guy who shoots six out of seven every game and they lose? Or you want a guy who shoots one out of 10 and he keep making the game winner? The dudes are looking yeah. at me crazy. Oh, oh, percentage, LeVar, I know. Because you want one for 10? Hey. Everybody gonna stand up when Melo shoots his shot because they had the worst record in Australia and y'all still looking at him to shoot and do what he did. <laughs> Lord, how is um how is Zoe doing? I feel like we hear a lot from the players down in the bubble, but we haven't heard from a, a father of a player. Oh man, there. Zoe's doing great. Zoe's do Zoe loved a game of basketball, man. He just wanna play. That's his thing. But like I told folks before, you ain't never seen my boy in revenge mode, and you ain't never seen him in playoff mode. I've seen him in both. You think and the Pelicans will get in? Huh? You think the Pelicans are gonna get in? Hell no! I know they're gonna <laughs> get in. Oh, geez. I know they're gonna get in. What you talking about? Are they gonna get in? Stop. Yo, 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 yo! What, what's the bet? What's the bet? You know what's Zion is no, out. No, 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 ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to make a bet. I'm about to make a bet. Two months. That no, don't what, mean what, nothing. What, 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 what do we got? Is it 100, 100, 500? What's the bet? Who, who, who's betting first? Me. Portland. Me I'm and taking you. it for sure. I'm, I'm taking the field. Ooh. No. You can't take the field. I'll take the team. I'll take Portland Trailblazers. You know what makes me really nervous about LeVar? Is he actually has me legit feeling convinced that the damn Pelicans are going to get in. Yeah, yeah that's is what not he even does. The first two weeks. You, want me, you want me to give you a scenario? You want me to give you a scenario? Give me a scenario. I'm going to tell you what's about to happen. And when it do, I'll come back on here, and then you can ask me, am I a psychic or a sidekick? Here's the thing. <laughs> if, remember back in the day, when Golden State beat, uh, who was that they beat? They beat Dallas. The Dallas, they beat Dallas. That's how the basketball world is. It goes back in a full circle. I already told people this was going to happen. The Pelicans going to get in, and they're going to have to play against the Lakers, the one versus the eight. And then my son is not going to let the Lakers win, and then I'm going to tell you, that's why I told y'all don't trade him. You'll never get in. That's going to be the scenario. You're, you're out of hey, your damn here's, mind. Here's the thing. If they don't you're win, out of your What? I'll you're see out of your damn. When, when the one versus the eight, I'll be there. I'm gonna tell you, it's you're going down. The Lakers are not gonna mind. win. 
They're not going to win. If Lonzo don't win nothing, he ain't going to let them win. I guarantee that. You out of your damn mind. I'm not going to lie. What's the hey, hey, hey. What's so, the so, so basically, Shannon, he know this is true because they say I've been out of my damn mind for so long. So you know this is going down. Okay. Okay. So what? Because, no, no, no. Because I was told, I was told if two men have a disagreement, the next word should be bet. So we got to, you know, we got to disagree. From Arizona. Richard, if get, two men had a disagreement in mind, the next word ain't a word. It's a bust in the lip. <laughs> oh, is that what you taught your boys out in Chino Hills? Is that what you taught your boys out there? If somebody, no, I taught them if somebody put their hands on you, you slap the hell out of them. Okay, agreed. So I'm asking you, what is the best? Chino Hills. Why? Because you know why? In Chino Hills, they don't get aggressive like that. They say, yeah, go ahead. You go ahead and do your thing. It's okay. South Central, so what's, you what, put them up. We got, okay, LaVar, we got a, I got a $100 bet that says the Pelicans don't make it. They don't make it. No, no, no. Shut up, Channing. Channing, how about you shut up? Yeah, we can do that. You want to? You want a hundred dollars? A hundred dollars? Okay. A little side bet. We ain't even got. We ain't even got to promote it. We ain't got to talk about it. Ain't this? It's just when I see you. When I see you, I'm gonna want my money. Oh, hey, when you see me, I'm gonna give you two big ball brand shirts and a hat and a hundred dollars on top. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'll wear them proudly. I'll yes. wear them proudly as I'm eating my sixty dollars steak. Sixty dollars. I want you to have a hundred dollars. Get the whole one. Okay, well, then we're going to need to up the bet. <laughs> Listen, you go to restaurants, you should be quarantined, motherfucker. Man. <laughs> you better Postmates that shit. Uh, Unless you're the big baller, tell them, hey, here we come. Oh, LeVar, LeVar, you are, you are, you are. Yeah, funny, I love man. it. But but all, all, all kidding is all kidding. We, we aside, do that, man. Yeah, that's fine. Man. I'm telling you, they're gonna do it, man. That's that's not hard. And I res and I res and I res and I respect that. The it's only thing is gonna be the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers are not hard to beat. I mean, come on. They have two players. They have two players that you double team every time. They get tired in a series. It's over. And you're not wow. playing against no young lasers running every time. You gotta play some defense too. And, and hey, here's what Alonzo is not gonna do. Usually teams get in the front and they take their foot off the brake. I mean, off the, off the gas pedal. Say, yo, let's play conservative. We got another 10 to 15 more possessions. Where my boys say, no, we're going to keep pushing this bad boy. Every time I can get a lob, I'm going to throw it again. Even though we up 20 and 30, I'm throwing it from half court. Just keep running until the game is over. Let them chase us. Don't play. And everybody's like, oh, in the next, you know, in the series, it slows down. Nah, it slows down if your point guard slow down. But if your point guard keep pushing it and everybody on that team understand, keep running. Somebody gonna get tired in that series. I will say, really, all that's three funny because, right Jay, because because, all three because Channing played against, she played with Steve Nash, and I played with Jason Kidd. So, but we don't know what you're talking about. I get it, right? And I played for Alvin, but I know he's in the right system. Alvin is exactly the right guy for him to just. It be made like, Channing hey, money, so you know it's a good system if it made Channing money. <laughs> so that's it's very easy to beat them. Is that the people don't look at them parts like that? I'm like, whoa. Okay, well, another well, thing it, 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 it eases a bit of a stretch. Hey, it, it, it eases a bit of a stretch, side, Let me tell you this. How are you going to put, I guarantee you, you can't put one sucker on LeBron. Don't fool yourself. You better double team him every time. You can't put a holiday on him. You can't we put know him. that. That's how, to, how, that's how we mean Kenny. He's going to kill you one-on-one. -on -one. That's why you're at 40. You're playing him one-on-one. He'll murder you. He ain't never scored 40 against me. I'll double team him with some sorry people on the bench. Just like, hey, I don't even care. Y'all ain't got to wear a double team every time you get the ball. Well, I'm going to leave my man open. Who cares? Your man be wide open under the basket. Go double team like I told you. He's going to be so tired. He's going to be like, I don't want to play no more. 
It's very easy. Double team people. Dude, uh, it's, it's so funny. Gosh, you're, you're, you're pure Kiambi. Um, LeVar, I, I, I do understand what you're saying when you're saying that they're easy to beat. A lot of teams are easy to beat. You can beat any team. The key is beating them in a series. Beating them four out of seven, that's where the difficulty lies. That's where the well, difficulty lies. Let me tell you this where this lies. Please tell me it's something. In the coaching. It's in the coaching. If you know how you got a certain way you play, I'll beat you four out of seven without no coaching. I'll tear your ass up. Coaching is not that hard. Yeah, t- like, t- coaching is not that hard. I don't know what y'all doing. You know what I told a guy one time, man? He said, tell me, tell me what you told a guy one said, time. Coaching is everything, man. I said, I'll tell you what. You coach these raggedy suckers that can't play, and I'll take these athletes, and I won't coach them a lick, and just tell them to run, and they will beat the hell out of you because your your plays don't work if you ain't got no athletes to know how to do that stuff. Ain't that the truth. So stop talking about coaching and all that. The game is simple. Pick and roll, find a mismatch, and exploit it until you learn how to double-team the best player and understand what your rotations are and take your percentages of somebody who's not playing that good, who normally scores eight points a game, let them score 20 for the game. And the guy who scores 20 or 40, let him score 15 or 16. And you'll be fine. In my opinion, their toughest challenge wouldn't be in the finals. It would be getting to the finals. Thank you. You We agree with that. I think the Clippers are a bad matchup. I think a healthy Rockets. And by bad matchup, you mean that they can beat them. The Pelicans is a bad match. Look how big they are. I'm just saying. And the Pelicans about to get smoked in five. Smoked by who? If they make it to the eight by the Lakers. Well, I, 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 here's the thing. You know the Lakers going to make it because you even said they're going to get smoked. So you you changing your team already. <laughs> I like that. I said they would. Good job. I said you, they you would. You going to get smoked in five. Well, now I said they, they would. They would get smoked if okay. they make it. I don't know who's going to do the smoking unless you're going to be on the sideline with a pipe in your hand. <laughs> LeVar, this is a real question. Is it Go easy ahead. for you to watch NBA games? Just given Same. on, like, what you know and how you kind of look, look at things, is it hard for you to watch NBA games? Oh, no. It's very easy for me. Because I can sit in the house and criticize how raggedy everything is. <laughs> yeah, oh, jeez. This boys dude. Then I'd be like, uh, here we go. No, see, LeVar, see, LeVar, this is – I just wonder. This is where I know it's thick. What? This is when I know that you're just poking the bear. You You don't believe that. You don't believe that, LeVar. You You don't believe that. I'm going to tell you what. You know what I believe? That you're nervous and you're biting your fingernails already. Stop it. We don't know. This is is purely out of boredom. This is purely out of boredom. I'm trying to let you know what's going on. This is purely out of boredom. Hey. Richard, we're dealing with a virus. You need to get your hands out of your mouth. No, well, this is the thing. He's saying that he's he's saying that there is anybody that knows that knows that I don't get nervous. I ain't poking no bear. My daddy told me leave them big black bears alone. That's why they in the forest by themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything? Is there anything? Have you ever been left speechless ever? Have I ever oh. been left speechless? Yeah. Oh, well, that's why the Lord gave me a tongue so I can talk. Uh, <laughs> I've never been speechless. Oh, jeez. You're incredible. Oh, jeez. You're this so has been the best, man. Yeah, I, this is awesome. Yeah. This has been so much fun. No, don't, no. See, this is what you're doing. Yeah. You're feeding into him. You see how, smi- see how big it's smile it's not, Well, you know why I smile? Because I'm in a good mood when I'm talking to people and I'm doing what I do and I feel good yeah. about what's going on a beautiful day. So I'm going to smile. I ain't going to sit here and be like this. That's how your other people is. <laughs> I have a good time. I'm good. I, I mean, as, as hey, you let me tell you this. We all must be doing real good when you can sit down in the middle of the day and talk on a podcast. 
Oh, yeah. Some people ain't got no jobs. You know, yeah. hey, hey, you can't just be sitting there and you ain't got no job, you ain't got no money coming in. But when you got your own brand and you're doing your own thing, hey, I'm uh, miles all the time. That <laughs> pandemic ain't stopped me from selling nothing online. I ain't got to open up a store. Oh, gee. <laughs> That's what happens when you have ownership. See, oh, maybe Hey, Ownership hey, is LeVar, a killer. LeVar, this oh, man, God. ladies and gentlemen, sometimes I know it's hard to filter through all of the other like over the top stuff this man likes to say, but when he talks about having ownership in yourself and what you're doing, that is a true, true statement. It doesn't matter if you're an athlete trying to have ownership of your brand, if that's a musician trying to have ownership of your masters, as an individual, continue doing all of that ownership that you can get. Same here, we own all of road tripping, so. Yes, there you go, see, that's you were saying. Yeah, that's why we like we were like truth. Truth be told, like that's why you know our you know we brought back everything. We are not necessarily working with anybody under an umbrella. We're just doing the thing on our own. I swear, you got it. You got it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Alex. Speak I was on. just gonna say, I swear that I just looked at the uh, stopwatch. I'm not even kidding. What felt like. 10 minutes ago and we were at 30 minutes and we were already at an hour, which tells you just how great and wonderful this uh, episode, this podcast has been. So LeVar, again, I think we told you. What's that? Anytime I interview with somebody, it's supposed to last 10 or 15 minutes and it always lasts the hour. And it goes asking them what you think. Because two things happen. Some of the stuff I say is interesting and we just flowing at such a natural feed that it's going back and forth like that. A good time goes by good. That's exactly what I think just happened. This has been one of the most miserable 60 minutes of my entire life. So can we, can we put it on the record? No, go ahead, Allie. Two things. Bigballerbrandinc.com is your newest website. Yes. It's not a relaunch. It is just back bigger and better than ever. Um, I have checked it out. out. It's awesome. You guys have anything from apparel to footwear to accessories. It's all out there. Uh, It's awesome. So shout out to you. And uh, you guys do have a bet. If the Pelicans make the playoffs, yes. there is a bet. I owe him I owe him $100. Ladies and gentlemen, as much yes. as I give LeVar a lot of shit, I have a tremendous amount of respect for him as a father, as a, as a husband, as an individual, because he has a mindset and he has talked about ownership. And that is something that we talk about every single day, whether it's black businesses or owning your own brand or supporting causes. This is an individual that believed in his sons, that believed in starting on brand. And I refuse to sit up here and look at mistakes that people have made or things that I felt like they could have done better. And I'm not talking about me personally, just in general as human beings. Mm-hmm. I would rather applaud this man for everything that he has done and what he has accomplished and the type of kids that he has raised. So all of that, I have a tremendous amount of respect for you and the fact that I can give you shit and talk some shit back to you and you got no problems. That's all I need. No problem, baby. We all good. Yeah. We yeah. appreciate you. You are a little tricky, though. I will say that. <laughs> well done. <laughs> That's He's another mention of Road Tripping. Thanks, Lamar. All right, y'all take care. Man, uh, we appreciate you, man. All right, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man.